pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to The Real Football Show on ESPN KLMS. Here comes the corner. It wouldn't drop to a white shirt. Now it has. Jones. Oh, yes! Jermaine Jones! What a cracker from him! USA level! Simply sensational strike. Oh my gosh! We've come down to the... We're coming down to the end of the seasons. It's finally here. Another new edition of The Real Football Show. Animal Perk... And Perk, as we get ready to round out the season, you know, we'll start talking about World Cup and, you know, having some specialty shows as we get into June with uh, the U.S. men's, U.S. women's uh, games going on. And, of course, our big trip down to Kansas City. Perk, what do we got on tap this week? You're right, Animal. <laughs> June's going to be nuts. Uh, but join us this week. Uh, first off, uh, the stat man, Bill Kurtenbach, is back with us. Hey. So not only uh, AO Lincoln vice president, but also <laughs> now... A new law school graduate, so congratulations. Graduate, though. not yet a practicing lawyer. They, <laughs> they make me take another test at the end of July, so uh, got some time before that happens. Well, that's coming up already. That's yep. that'll be before you know it. So, uh, I know who to call when Bert <laughs> goes to jail. <laughs> Your June just got busier. Yep. <laughs> uh, and and uh, getting his first cap today, this is going to be awesome because it's, it's another radio guy. So from Omaha, Owen Godbertson. Uh, is uh, I met him at the press conference for the U the Omaha new pro team coming there a couple weeks ago. So Owen, welcome to the the show and. Tell me what you, you have, like, you do play-by-play for the Mavs and your own radio show. Yep, uh, so I work for UNO Student Radio Station. I'm going into my first of two senior years uh, <laughs> down at UNO. I'm taking a victory lap. You know, why <laughs> yeah, not? Enjoy college while you can. Yeah. And I've been doing play-by-play for the student radio station for the men's and women's soccer teams for the past two years, going into my third season now. Um, they didn't have a soccer guy when I was a freshman, and... That morning when I met them, I had talked to them and told them that I had woken up at like 6 in the morning to watch just this random EPL game for a team I didn't even (laughs) like. And they were like, okay, we have a soccer guy now. And this semester, my buddy Jack Hoover, uh, dad is the head coach down at Creighton Prep, so I've known Known that name. Is he one of the co-coaches? Yeah, he's one of the co-coaches along with Swanee. And then this year with Swanee retiring... uh, he let the JV coach Steve Mondu come up and be one of the varsity coaches this year. So I got to work with them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jack and I, he's working for the student newspaper. So he's getting, getting into sports media as well. Campus. And we just decided, why not? We have the platform and we started our own radio show uh, down on Mav Radio. It's called Maverick Match Day. Wednesday is one to two. We haven't picked it up yet in the summer just because it's just been a crazy couple of weeks wow. finishing out the semester trying to. Just trying to refill our drained bank accounts. <laughs> well, Maverick Match Day and the Real Football Show come together. All oh, right. I'm excited. <laughs> Cue the music. They are the champions. <laughs> They're the champions. Manchester City. There they are. The top of the heap. You know, Liverpool is so close. <laughs> Yet again. Yeah. Oh, my. What an amazing year. This year was yeah. phenomenal. And no one's wearing his Man City shirt as he should. The jersey, he should be wearing it. Uh, Absolutely crazy. They ended at 90, Liverpool in 90s, the second and third so most close. points of all time. So, yeah, cool I, fan. How, do you, how do you feel? 
<laughs> I mean, you can just short yet again for the fifth time in the past eight years that they've been right there and just can't quite get it done. So it'll be another year of Man United fans number one, a promotion, um, just a year of having through that. So it's got to be just brutal. Yet Liverpool has scored this year more points than any Man U team has ever scored. Oh, definitely believe that. But yeah. we've got the, the, the hardware. Who cares? It it's brutal. <laughs> you look at the ninety-seven points, 97. one loss all year to City, and it, I remember that on Stones clearance off the line That's uh, when they, City yeah. played Liverpool. That denied Liverpool the invincible season, yep. champions, and they would have gone on undefe- like they would have gone a hundred points because that win would have got that wouldn't would have taken them to a hundred points on the year. Centurions, oh, that John right. Stones clearance. Moment of the season for us City fans, and I, I loved it. And a good point on that, because that's, like you said, you mentioned Invincibles. Only lost. Yep. Liverpool yeah. only lost one time this year. Yep. By inches. It's all those draws that they had. It's, it's all the draws. drop points. That's what killed them at the end of the day. They played poorly away at West Ham, too. That killed them. Oh, well, West Ham, they, they, guys, Liverpool is the season. You've got to be happy about Ham. something this season. You know, I finished in the top 10. I finished in the top 10, so I'll take that. You, and, and, you always saw that season, right? Oh, yeah. They, they finished with one points to win that league that year, by the way. That was it. 81. That was and they, it. And they kind of ran away. They did because they had won it like with, what, four weeks left? I mean, there was a lot of time left before the season even ended, didn't they? they? Got, yeah, because they, they had their uh, guard of honor or whatever they call that. You know, they march out. Because they're away at Chelsea, and Chelsea's standing there having just fired uh, Claudio Ranieri. Or when is, I think that was right. Was it Ranieri? Or, yeah. yeah, probably. And then he comes back, and he's won the title with Leicester. And now they're <laughs> giving him a standing ovation because, well, they have to. So Yeah. So 81 points they went on, and here's 80 or 98, 97. 97. I mean, just what a year. What an incredible year. So we should talk about the other man united and the fact that Lukaku – is going to be leaving, but the word is that they're going to bring in forty million bucks with this Dembele guy. You've probably heard that name before a couple of times. Yeah, is that the Palace guy? Oh, which Dembele? There's like five of them yeah, running around here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's Usmane. There's Moose. There's the I think Tottenham Musa. There's Musa Dembele. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yes, yeah. okay. is a, from, a Tottenham owner, isn't he? but there's another one in Scotland somewhere. I'm pretty sure. Oh, Celtic yeah. had one the, as well. Yeah. yeah. 22 year old has scored 14 goals in League One this season. That's L I France. France. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Warranting him a price tag of about 40 million. Another Dembele. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't know Lukaku be his contract is up he's leaving regardless they're going to replace him uh, i'm where, where's he going do we know where the uh, is going who who's going to take him yeah right That's the, he played yeah. he's been so poor for united his tag was gigantic right before was at everton right he was mm-hmm. at everton that his tag was gigantic because everybody's like oh you put him with other people he's gonna, big per- when you have to go play on a thursday night in <laughs> they, they also if uh if watford win the fa cup this weekend against city which i'm Actually, just for this reason alone, I kind of hope they do. If <laughs> Watford beats City, United have to go through the three qualification rounds in the Europa League, and, and they have to because Watford will take. Why is that? Because oh, because Watford gets the spot. Watford gets one of the oh. automatic qualifications of the FA Cup. So <laughs> Man United would have to go through the three qualification rounds. Would literally have to go on a Thursday yeah. to Azerbaijan in like June. Yeah. So you'll take your hatred for Man U over your love for Man City in this case. Uh, hate Trump's love a lot. So yes, <laughs> I, I I've already got the domestic. Double like the they'll take a league cup in the Premier League trophy. So if no I get to see you, if I get to see United suffer even more, I'm fine. <laughs> so if I have to give up the treble. I'm fine with that. He's already calling. You're and I'm assuming that the way you speak, mm. you're calling that Man City is going to wipe Watford all over the place in the FA Cup. I'm, is I'm hoping they don't. <laughs> no. I really hope they don't. Okay, just for this, just I just want to see you. No one's ever suffer. won the domestic treble, by the mm-hmm. way. 
I'll I'll give up history just just for the spite. You have enough history on your side. That game, by the way, is just a couple of days away, as a matter of fact. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's Saturday. Man City and Watford will play for an 11 o'clock game. And, uh, you know, we, we, oh, we, will, here. we will get into uh, the Liverpool and what they can still get some hardware. Uh, oh, absolutely. We'll get into that can, with the yeah. UEFA here in just a bit. But, you know, they so they, they talk about the, how this breaks down. Manchester United need man win to avoid this fixture nightmare. Mm-hmm. They even bring it down. It's actually a headline. I did not know what that he either. was just talking about. Well, that's, that's why Owen and Bill are here. Well, I can like the other stuff. like, you know, tangent thing from that is then like, man, you hasn't basically announced the summer schedule yet. Because they don't know what their summer schedule is going to be like. Oh, they, 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 they don't know if they can go to Asia or if they can go to the U.S. or anything like that. Because They still have to rely on whether or not they qualify. And at end of July, they could have to go to Azerbaijan on a Thursday. And that's a huge thing then for whoever is doing the U.S. marketing. Because Man U's a gigantic right. name over here. Yeah. Amazing. They, yeah, and they want, they want to sell out, you know. Ann Arbor, there's, Michigan. And, you know, there's all these friendlies that are already set. United, they're set to play the Spurs in Shanghai on July 25th. I, mean, I, think, that, I think that was the fixture I was looking at where they would have the first round of qualification oh, that's that a, day. That's that a, day. So it's that's like, a Europa game? That would be a Europa League qualification <laughs> game. They would have to cancel that Tottenham fixture. And, I, man, how how chaotic yeah. would that be? There's you a, and Tottenham are playing in China? Yeah. Shanghai. Just, just money. For, yeah, just for money. Just okay. as one of those. But those are already like, set. You know that yeah. that's done. Mm-hmm. These are locked up. <laughs> that is awesome. There's uh there's the Twitter account that I saw from I think I don't know if you guys follow Paul Carr on yeah. Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, he is hilarious. He has the hashtag root for chaos, and oh, yeah. that is usually what I do. Like <laughs> rooting for chaos, I will root for chaos more than I will root for teams that I. I I'm the same like. way in the college it's football so playoff. Much fun when Nebraska is nowhere near it, which has been the case for the past I don't know twenty years. Uh, I root for chaos. So <laughs> the like FA the Cup, they, by the way, very low attendance. They 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 don't expect expect. The lowest level for a decade, at a decade, at below 12,000. Because it's in Wembley, I assume, right? Mm -hmm. The the FA Cup attendance has dropped below the 12,000 mark. First time in a decade that the average has been at such low levels. 13 Premier League sides eliminated in the third and fourth rounds. Only 71,000 attended Wembley semifinal between Man City and Brighton. Wow. Wow. That's That's amazing. Well, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're a City fan, you already won the league. Uh, Do you want to travel down and watch you play Watford? I mean, that's a day at Wembley. I'd kill yeah. for a day at Wembley. Well, <laughs> yeah, come by where we live. You know, uh, he's right. He's right. So anyway, standings, of course, who's going down? You know who's going down. Huddersfield, Fulham, and Cardiff. They're out of here. And, of course, we'll get to, uh, you know, who's going up. Um, as some we, good matchups. Some good yeah, stuff. Pretty, pretty cool stuff. And, in fact, the one team I never really knew a lot of until – there was musical artists involved who liked those teams. Sheffield. <laughs> yeah, Sheffield United, which I, again. Def Leppard, yeah. I, I, that's the only half reason. Half of Def Leppard. Half, the other Def Leppard likes Sheffield Wednesday. Wednesday. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. They're, it's they're, a split. Yeah, they're oh, split. I had no idea. Well, you are listening to The Real Football Show. Of course, catch us on Twitter, catch us on Facebook, and on demand on Fridays uh, on ESPNLincoln.com. It's Animal Perk, Owen, and Bill as we roll through another Real Football Show. We'll get into, of course, what we're doing in June. We'll, we'll get into that in just a bit. But it is a Real Football Show on ESPN FM, 101.5, 1480 AM. You're listening to The Real Football Show on ESPN KLMS. It is a Real Football Show on ESPN FM, 101.5, 1480 AM. Animal Perk, Owen, and Bill, and we are rolling into, you know what? Liverpool can still salvage this season. They can still be one of the cool kids on the block if they can take UEFA. Now, will it be easy? No. Will it be interesting? Yes. (laughs) But the problem is, 
It's just one game. And like the other games where you played two, there's just one for the final. You know, I learn a little something new every time we do one of these shows, but it's an all-English final, Spurs and Liverpool, and it's going to go down on uh, June 1st. On a, It's a Saturday. It's going to be, I'm just guessing, it's going to be a beautiful day out. Beautiful. Maybe one of those days where you come down to Captain Jack's and they get the doors open and we have some cold beverages. Just thinking. I kind of like I'm it. setting I the like scene the right there, buddy. I like the idea. It's also, so, my, it's also my birthday. Hey. Oh, <laughs> oh, well, now you see everything happening yeah, up. So, so uh, what I'm curious about is this whole Manchester City ban from Champions League. Have you seen more about this? Yeah, I kind of heard about it. Just financial fair play stuff, and like you can only spend so much money. Yeah. You can't, basically, your owners just can't pump you full of money every year and just keep buying and buying and buying. You kind of have to balance it out with players that you sell. Uh, revenue that the club makes on its own, stuff like that. Are you telling me Man City is the only team that does this? <laughs> oh, no. I mean, no. You look at PSG. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah look at the money that they've spent. So, so why the are they different? Why are they getting a possible ban? I'm not asking you, Owen, because you were to make a shirt. Here we go with the leaked documents. Leaked documents suggested the club had artificially inflated the value of sponsorship deals with undeclared additional funding from its Abu Dhabi-based owner among a number of measures allegedly used to deceive the sports investigators. Club has always denied these allegations. Two people with a knowledge of the process said the initial inquiry has recommended that Man City be banned from Champions League. <laughs> banned. That's harsh. Banned. For at least one season. Yeah. One season. We'll see how that... I mean, we'll see if it happens. It's kind of like those... You know, whenever UEFA puts a ban on transfers for, say, Barcelona, and then all of a sudden... It gets rescinded, or they get it doesn't take effect until after the next window, so they can just sign everyone right away. And, and Chelsea's kind of uh, appealing their thing right now too. Same, so same kind of thing. Right. So yeah, we'll, we'll see what they do. Maybe just put them in like pot two or something yeah. for the draw, or do something again because I don't know the whole story. But you look at the payrolls of like you said, oh, no, PSG. PSG. Look at Man U. I mean, come on. Like, I did not know they were owned by a billionaire shake. Yeah. Sheikh Mansour bin Zayed Al Nayan, a member of the Abu Dhabi royal family. Me too. <laughs> Bought Man City in 2008, spent hundreds of millions of pounds to acquire footballers <laughs> to transform into a team capable of challenging for the sport's biggest prizes. So this guy came along in 2008, and you would know as a as a mm-hmm. as a diehard fan. I don't know well, how much you were, were in love with the team in 2008 and this whole transfer of like when they went from there to there. I actually started uh, following Man City in 2006 when I started playing. Like when I was eight years old, I just got FIFA 06 and started playing as Man City and fell in love. And then like when like they when the Sheikh took over, uh, Sheikh Mansour took over and started buying everybody. I think Vincent Company is the last player that came in oh. before the trans. Before oh, he's the only guy left. That remains, yeah. yeah, he's the only guy left. Huh? I he think scored. he. I think he was either the last before Sheikh Mansour took over, or the first that they bought when he took over. I, I know he's just been at the club for so long, and that's why like he's my personally my favorite city player of all time. I'm sure he was about a week and a half ago or two oh, weeks ago. Yeah. This this is not the first time they've been in trouble. Did you know that? I did not know that. No, I didn't know that. In 2014, Man City and UEFA reached a settlement over past alleged financial fair play breaches with the club agreeing to pay $49 million in fines uh, and to restrictions on incoming transfers. So this is not the first time. You know what? The one thing about EPL is I've always seen it as spend, 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 win, win, win. Sure. You know, and that worked for a while. It doesn't work all the time. It correlates well. Correlates right. yes. well. Huh? Yes, it does. So I... I'm stunned that they're going to punish him over it. But again, being kind of new to this, 
Why, why wouldn't you spend me, a bunch of money? It sounds to me kind of like that baseball luxury tax. It's like, okay, here's your limit. Uh, you can spend cap, more. Like a cap? Yeah. But you like can spend more, but you get fined for doing it. Yeah. Is that kind of fair? Is, is there a right? cap in EPL? I'm going to ask no, the dumb no, question. Not no. not a specific number. It's just, like they said with the final, yeah, you can't spend more than you make, essentially. Oh, okay. But okay. if you're Man City, Man United, you get the $50 million jersey deals every year and mm. stuff, you know. Plus your revenues from your EPL, they all sell That's their TV crazy. rights everywhere around the world. There's you know? no cap. I always thought there was some kind of cap. I guess mm-hmm. I assume that too. That's interesting rule though. So evidently Owen with his Man City jerseys helping him buy Aguero and everything. Well, so. and, and yeah, I'm not and saying you're welcome, you know, City. This is <laughs> that league title was on me, and that's it. <laughs> and this is kind of just an example because he's wearing the Man City jersey, but you know, it's probably not a surprise that if the Sheik was involved with Eddie had Airways. And they oh, decide sure. that they want to pay Man City so much more money for their sponsorship. You know, oh, that's a big loophole. I don't know if it's true, but it's I you know, you. something you might consider. That's so. a nice loophole. I just that that's amazing to me. Okay, so who's getting promoted? <laughs> we should probably get into the Norwich is going up. Sheffield United are going up. But then there's this big playoff. You know about this because this is kind of cool. Unlike in American sports, and how many times have I said this? <laughs> the ter- most terrible thing about American sports is they reward teams for sucking. They need to fix this. There is this just no, it doesn't make any sense. If you <laughs> they suck. They won't fix it, but you can complain every week. Yeah, you're, right. <laughs> you're right. So, yeah, I don't understand the whole like rewarding teams, but it's going to come down to. Uh, the promotion playoffs final between Aston Villa and Derby County on yeah. Monday the 27th. They both kind of won in dramatic fashions. I, I wasn't able to watch them, but I, I know Trevor Whitehill, who was, uh, who was an Aston, our only Aston Villa fan ever <laughs> on the show, uh, he, he, I, he, I know he was watching Facebook posts about it, and they went into penalties. Mm. Yeah, with, and, who were they? I can't remember. It was at West Brom. West Brom, that's right. And they were down in the leg one? I think down one nothing. That sounds right. I know Aston Villa won four to three on penalties. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like the Leeds game. I was uh, paying more attention to Leeds and Derby County just because I, I love Le- like well, watching Leeds United play was so much fun. I was on around this turn of the year, and we talked about Leeds and Derby County because the Spygate, Spygate, yeah. which involved Leeds. <laughs> Spying on everyone in Darby County, calling them out. <laughs> Little like fate be have you know would have it that they meet each other in this in this playoff, and Darby's down one zero after the first leg at home. They go out two leads. They lose four to three. You know they win four to two, so they go through. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, how could you see that coming? That these two would be the ones that run. It's the first time, by the way, in thirty two years that they've been doing the playoffs like this. That the home team lost the first leg and then uh, won the overall two legged really? series. Really, that's the first time. It's that's yeah, that's interesting. So it shows you how much that maybe that the that team's better usually. Maybe yeah. The, the Canaries are going up. They they won the championship league. Sheffield United they were second. So then it comes down to this playoff. For those of you who don't know, there's a playoff between third and uh, what is it? Third through sixth place. Yep. Yep. Third and sixth play, and then fourth and fifth play. Right. Right. Yep. And and so it comes down then the the two winners of those Aston Villa and Derby County play on the twenty seventh. The winner of that then goes into that third spot and then they get promoted up to EPL. 
And so Derby County, last time in, in the EPL, you guys know when this was, it was like 10 years ago. Was, was it, that there, their was worst the year when season? they had, yeah. They're like 11 points on the year? Yeah. They averaged one point every third game. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Awful. Yeah. And yeah. Derby County, last time they had the worst season in EPL history. Uh, Huddersfield only had 16 this year. Uh, Huddersfield so. probably was second Darby had one win. One All year. year, and it was in September. They were. Uh, I can't remember who was against you. I gotta figure this out. Hold on. <laughs> they were officially <laughs> relegated. I was looking at it today because of course it was Newcastle. Oh no, kidding. Yeah, of course it was Newcastle. So they had Newcastle. So they even the headline even says Derby County stuns leads stuns. <laughs> Uh, we'll face Aston Villa at Wembley in the championship playoff final, and there's a ton of money involved in this. I wish I could remember the number on it that. It always comes down to money, doesn't it? Yes, it's, it does. it's probably it's maybe billions. It's it's hundreds if, of millions, probably. If I remember just the TV rights to oh. like for a new for uh, for the Premier League, I want to say the TV rights for each team is about sixty. Okay, yeah, Frank Lampard. Why do I know that name? Chelsea. 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 Tell me. Tell me. Like Chelsea, longtime Chelsea legend, uh, captain. He was, he uh, was teammates with uh, your namesake, John Terry. <laughs> no way! Yeah. That's cool. Both. And now they're playing each other in the final because yeah. John Terry's oh, with Aston that's Villa. Right. That's but, awesome. That's awesome. I don't know who to root for. Uh, I, you know what? I'll tell you. Derby County has an American on their team. Tell me more. Dwayne, Dwayne Holmes. Holmes. He's been playing in the midfield. He got sold from, actually, it came from Scunthorpe. Uh, <laughs> we talked about Scunthorpe. Yeah. There's that right. name he again. Came from Scunthorpe, and now he's been playing for them. He had a good stretch of games from about end of January to the beginning of late March. Uh, then he got hurt with a little hamstring injury. And he's kind of been lingering off of that. He got subbed out the other day because of that. But hopefully he's back and ready for the final. No That's a Monday game. Why would they have to play on a Monday instead uh, of... Because it's, uh, well, I guess it's not in England, but it's Memorial Day here. Um, so, and they, oh. also, they also do the... Three the, days low, in a row. the two leagues below them do the same thing. So League 2 will be in Wembley on that Saturday. Oh, okay, I got League you. 1 yeah. is on Sunday. And Bill, the reason you know all this stuff about these Americans, you, you, what's your Twitter account? Your Yanks Abroad so Twitter it's, account? It's USMNT, like US Men's National Team, USMNT underscore abroad. And uh, you go there, you can check it out, and there's a link for this spreadsheet that kind of just tracks basically, I think it's about 80, 85 uh, f- people that are playing, you Americans awesome. that are playing throughout Europe. So Derby and, County, so we should root for it because of the American kids. Sure, yeah. I yeah. like it. I like it. had a few Americans over the year, but yeah. Yeah, not now. But. It is the Real Football Show on ESPN FM 101.5, AM, and of course on demand, ESPNLincoln.com. You're listening to the Real Football Show on ESPN KLMS. It is the Real Football Show on ESPN FM 101.5, AM, Animal, Perk, Owen, Bill, all here. We got a couple more segments. The uh, show will be ending a little bit early if you're listening to us live on ESPN uh, on radio because of Salt Dogs Baseball. It's coming up in just a bit. It's, it's that time of the year. I mean, the soccer's coming to an end. Of course, because of our Women's World Cup, we'll get into that in a bit. But, you know, baseball is picking up. Okay, so MLS. Oh, my gosh. I really want to have something to yell about for Sporting Kansas City. But, man, it is rough you, right now. You and me both, Animal. You and me both. <laughs> it is rough. I mean, rough, rough. Sporting KC is in 11th place right now. They have a game at home, though, this weekend. Against, like, Vancouver, too. Saturday right? night game against Vancouver. That is correct. So, you know, if you're looking to watch a little footy, come down to Captain Jackson, watch Sporting KC in Vancouver on Saturday night. 7.30 is game time. In the standings, 
Uh, what's I, I, wrong with we, we talked about it last week too with, with Michael Ziola too. Obviously, just injury beyond injury beyond injury yep. beyond injury. I, I saw a thing earlier where even some of the like injured players are picking up more injuries while they're on IR. <laughs> they're double injured. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see their bench last week? There were three, like three people, people on the bench, yeah. three field players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and that's so, so depleted. They, they talked with the coach and they said, "How do you deal with this?" And he says, "We just got to press on. You know, what am I going to do?" And, and there are big time names that are injured. We we did we yeah. played well against DC United. I mean we hold we held our own for what we could hold. Yeah, that only was, lost it was a one matter to nothing. Of time in that game, like oh, DC uh, uh, Benny Felhaber's back, which I think is gigantic. Um, I'm I'm a little biased. I love Benny Felhaber. I mean, he's good, especially right now where you have Roger Espinosa's out, um, Gianluca Busio's on uh, duty so with the U.S. Doing, youth team, and like he's not hurt. So right, he's not hurt. Good, he's right, not that's good, but he's not here. Um, <laughs> yeah. Knock on wood. Yes. You're just you're missing, you know, Beasler in the back. You're missing Graham Zusi in the back. You're just missing all those key players that you've had. Those key players that played huge roles in the five nil win at home against Toluca, and then they went down to Toluca, and then they got olays from the crowd because they were passing around Toluca in Toluca. <laughs> to be completely fair, Toluca were awful. Toluca was pretty bad. Toluca's Toluca's bad. bad. But you don't see MLS teams go down to Mexico and no. do that, no, regardless. Yeah. yeah. So just to see where they were at there back in you know March, they haven't won since March. Really? They haven't it, won. They haven't won a game since March 30th. It shows you where you need 11 people. Right, because you look there. You, you see Johnny Russell. You see Benny Felhaber. You see Sesanovic. You see Tim Mealy and the goal. You see a lot of good players. Right. You know, and but then a lot of people are missing. The list is so long that uh, Coach Peter Vermees can no longer inventory the entries without a reminder. <laughs> Sticky notes. <laughs> he says it's not even insult to injury anymore. It's adding injury to injury. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Double injury, right? Yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he just has them written on his hand. Just how yeah. many guys are injured and both the hands. Defender Lindsay, Jalen Lindsay, yeah, he's mm-hmm. out for the year. Five month timetable after knee surgery. Yeah. Stood in a sling and cast Tuesday. They had to put a pin in his wrist after an X-ray revealed a broken oh, scaphoid. <laughs> scaphoid. I, I'm not a doctor, yeah. nor do I play one on the radio. I just went to law school. Not that that sounds like a so. team in League One. Actually, <laughs> broken scaphoid. Scaphoid. Anyway, so now, nah, yeah, so I just it doesn't stop. Uh, Saloy, Lindsay, Hurtado, Beasler. Zussi, Fontas, Fernandez, Espinosa. Jeez, I'm, this isn't going to stop. Yeah, and those are all you know, starters. Fa- of, Fontas yeah. and Beasler were the starting, starting center two, back. Yeah. I, and obviously, Acaparo's <laughs> gone. Yeah, why go Jimmy Madronda's mini- on his way back. He's almost back. He can play in the yeah, midfield and God. play left back. But, I mean, the the problem is, I, you know, there's still plenty. There's still a lot of time. I wouldn't say plenty of time, but there's still a lot of time in, when you're getting seven out of 12 teams into the playoffs. Right. That can happen. Right. That's going to be fine. He literally traces this back to those games that they had to play, those Champions League games. Well, a lot of people say that, you know, that's because you have to go and win those. Yes. You have to, and you know, it's have a not really during the the Mexican season, right? No. Yeah. Uh, so, so the Mexican league basically runs like August to middle of December, and then they take like a month, month and a half, and then they go late January to about now. Yeah. And so it's there. Those guys are pretty much in shape the whole time. Where MLS season gets over, you know, November, December, they get a month and a half off. Then they have to go to Arizona and start training. And <laughs> yeah. they were t- sleeping like hyperbaric chambers and stuff like that. What? Just to, <laughs> that's Casey You're Fred. making that up. Everything. <laughs> <making> that. <laughs> but, yeah, it just, it's when you go from 
off season straight into the hot hardest competition. It's a competition. long season. It's, it's, a long season. it's tough. DC United yeah. in first place in the East, and over in the West, it's LAFC. LAFC might break the point record for like the third straight season. No kidding. They're just tearing it up. And what the hell happened to Atlanta? Didn't they just win a championship? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but they're in third, so they're, you know, they've kind of picked up some speed. Yeah. They didn't start out so well. No, the past few games have been well. What do you guys think of the New England hire? <laughs> so who what who what's speak, his name? Go ahead. New England hire. Go ahead. They, they get rid of Brad Frito, one of the all-time best, you know, US players, goalkeeper, all that stuff. Uh they hire Bruce Arena. Sounds familiar. You know, the, 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 I know that name. name. <laughs> the, the two-time USA coach. You know, and but probably also the winningest, like most successful MLS coach in terms of trophies. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He, so. he also took the U.S. He was the head coach in 2002 when they went quarters yep. in the World Cup down yep. in, what was it, South Korea and Japan that yep. year? So, Our most successful one ever. Yeah. Among, unfortunately, know, besides though, 50, unfortunately yeah. though, whatever he does <laughs> with this. Wait, I'm 30, okay. Whatever he does with this uh, New England rebuild, I still think that he's always going to be remembered as the guy that was in Trinidad and Tobago in October of yeah. 2017. So I, I mean, so. I just don't get why he why he takes this. He's got a lot of power. He's got like two different I'm, jobs. I'm there. sure he's got about eight million reasons why okay. he took this job. <laughs> did you happen to watch the Chelsea game? Chelsea in New England. I did not. Being a Chelsea fan, you know, <laughs> figured you'd watch that. Rob Green getting his first ever appearance for Chelsea after ten months of being on the <laughs> roster. He was given he was given a standing ovation by his by the bench when he was coming on. I saw probably, that video on Twitter. Probably because Rob Green was the goalie when Clint Dempsey scored against England. Yes, he was. Yeah. That, oh my god. That worst ever mistake <laughs> yes. in I, I would say it's the worst goalie mistake in World Cup. History. It's gotta be up there. It's so bad. Yeah. Wasn't that with that ball that everybody complained about? The Jubilani? Yeah. yeah. That was the you bring one. a ball from home. <laughs> <laughs> I brought my ball. It was this new ball they brought in like just for the World Cup and it had like more supposed to have like more movement on it and stuff. So of course all the goalies are complaining about it. And then sure enough, like right away at the yeah. first like one of the first games, there's a mistake made by a goalie. Oh well, geez. A lot of field players are complaining about it too, but uh God Diego Diego Forlan for Uruguay had an absolute <laughs> belter. Yeah. I can't remember what game it was, but he, he used the Jubilani well. There was a there was a Dutch player that did it too. I just can't remember who it was. It might have been Bronkhorst, and he just ripped it from about thirty five out off the that wing. That sounds right. <laughs> yeah, that that ball had movement. I've yeah. always wanted one. So if any listeners have a Jubilani or have a hookup <laughs> for me, I would love they one. They are like, incredibly expensive because oh, on what? eBay because they are oh. actually uh, professional foot golfers. They love that ball because it's, it's like light. the number one ball. Are you ever. kidding it's, me? It's hundreds of dollars to fight. What? Go to go online. Check Tell out. me one more time. <laughs> yeah, it's hundreds of dollars. No, what's the ball? What, the, what? Ju- Jubilani? The Jubilani. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was the 2006? 2010. 2010. South Africa World Cup ball used, and foot golfers love it. They <laughs> and these are professional foot golfers. Corey's been the, trying to get. Corey looks like all the time because he wants a cheaper one. Is it the blue one? Mm-hmm. No, it was just. Yeah, you know, what had like maybe yellow paneling. Yeah, on it, it was like white, yellow. I'm. There were a couple of variations of it because they always like the brazuca had a couple of different. Because um, it's a special ball. Yeah. Pretty much, we're yeah. talking about a special ball. So you're not getting one cheap, man. <laughs> uh, I'm a broke college kid. I don't know if I can. I had no idea. You know what? Kind of an interesting race when it comes down to Bundesliga because we have the same situation as we had in EPL. 
Yeah. yeah. Baron in first place with 75 points. There's Dortmund. Pesky Dortmund, who had this locked up. They had this at one time. They never had it locked up. I feel like they had at least a good yeah, jump point. start they on it. They probably did, yeah. They, ha- they had a finger on the trophy. They didn't have a whole hand yeah. on it yet. They just had that one finger on it. Dortmund is just two points behind. And there's what? One. This is it. Yeah. Yeah. This is it. They need Bayern to lose and them to win. Do we know where these games are at? Baron has Eintracht. 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 Who's on a terrible run of form. They like they did make the semifinals of the Europa League and they lost on penalties to Chelsea. But the game before that, they were playing Bayer Leverkusen and it was 6-1, maybe Ooh. 7-1, by the 36th minute. <laughs> before halftime, it was 7-1. So it if, was awful. If Dortmund wins, they'll be tied with Baron. But, but in goal differential, Baron's got it like 52 to 30. 35. Yeah, so, I mean... There, yeah, there's just have, no way. So well, there's no, no they have, way. They, no, they, they have to... If There's only two points separating them. So if they win and Bayern loses, it's fine. If, yeah, if, that's if just Dortmund it. So, wins and Bayern ties, then they're tied in points yeah. and it's Bayern. And does it go to goal differentials then? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so, so, Bayern, so it's a lockup. It Bayern, really Bayern just need to win or draw, basically. Yeah. But if Bayern loses and Borussia and Dortmund wins, Dortmund, Dortmund wins the title. Why is, why is that, though? Because it's 73 to 75. We get the three points. I thought it was two. No, 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 I'm no, sorry. Points. That's yeah. my fault. That's yeah. my fault. <laughs> yeah, and Dortmund actually have a they have a much better opponent to face this weekend. They're on the road. I don't know who they're Mon- playing. Mönchengladbach. Mönchengladbach. Yeah. Such a yeah. fun name to say, Borussia Mönchengladbach. <laughs> Woo! So yeah, that's 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 how this weekend could shake out. It could be another one of the and it'll be Pulisic's last game for Dortmund before his moved back. Well, officially off loan now, I guess, but. Move to see his, a little announcement he gave to the crowd in Dortmund. How cool is that? A twenty-year-old, tell, tell me, tell, a twenty-year-old Christian Pulisic, you know, been in Dortmund for his fifth American season. kid, American yeah. kid. So move from you know, grew up in America. Not one of the, not not one of those like the service people or someone mm-hmm. doing. You got away. You got away for the next segment. Okay. Get away from that's the next fine, segment. That's it's, it's okay. <laughs> it is the Real Football Show on ESPN FM 1015, 1480 AM. You're listening to the Real Football Show on ESPN KLMS. It is the real football show on ESPN FM 1015-1480 AM on demand on Fridays. Yes, uh, on ESPNLincoln.com. I've said it so many times, sometimes I actually forget. So, uh, Bundesliga wraps up this weekend. There is a kid who came from America to play for the German leagues. Get picked up because he's so talented. Very talented. Christian Pulisic. And the kid is amazing. He is going to go from Dortmund. He's going to go to... Oh! God. Chelsea. God. It sounds delightful. Shut up, Chelsea fan. Anyway, so he makes a, a really cool speech as he's going to leave Dortmund uh, after the season. Yeah, it just shows his maturity at 20 years old. It's unbelievable. And again, he grew up in Pennsylvania and everything. And then he goes over to Germany, just only knows English, learns German there. Gives it just a nice little thank you speech all in German to the fans. And obviously not everybody who leads a team does this, hmm. right? Because, I mean, a lot of people leave the team all the time. So he gives this great speech and just, you know, thank you. I you know, appreciate it all in German. You know, I love my five seasons here, blah, blah. And, and they, you know, they give him a standing ovation. Five and, seasons. Dude, when did he go there to play? 16 years old. And so, and so he, I was taking German in high school at 16, <laughs> but he was actually learning German on the fly. When he's there on the field, yeah, on the field, yeah. <laughs> so just to, just shows what a class act he is and how mature he is, and explains a lot of what, what his game is because he's yeah. he's learning. And I think it shows the amount of respect that Dortmund had for him too to see him to give him even that time to you know. Obviously, they sold him on for whatever it was that fee, but 
and so, it's hard for Americans to prove themselves over right. there. So that's. But just for them to even get allow them to thank the fans after that, I think they gave them like a jersey, frame jersey, and everything too. That's so. awesome. I am going to root for Dortmund though because I really want to see them win. Well, no one wants to see Bayern win again yeah. unless you're Bayern Nobody fans, does. So. They're like uh, <laughs> you know they're like the Yankees, or the Cowboys. You know they're yeah. just always they always seem to be good. Yes. Over in Syria, real quick, it's. There's two weeks left in the season, but Juventus, it's all theirs. I mean, they're so far up. They're up by 13 points on Napoli, but there's you know still two games left. Yeah, uh, Jero Lin's team, who was on here not too long ago, uh, they had a big win this week. Roma. Didn't they, they beat someone pretty big. I Roma think beat Juve. Ooh. Oh, yeah, okay. Two to nothing. Wow. Wow. That is a big deal. And you'd be only that's But Geraldine is probably still, probably still celebrating that win. <laughs> Ro- Roma's fighting for top, uh, top four in Serie A, trying to get back in the Champions League next season. And Ooh, that yeah. was a huge result for them. You, This is what, Juve's eighth straight Serie A title, I think it is. It's, like that's that, yeah. just. I mean, has it been every season since they got re-promoted after they got pushed down to like Serie C? Or oh, because mm-hmm. of, of their ban? Yeah. 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 Gambling, I think, or helps something. having Ronaldo on your yeah. team. It doesn't hurt. <laughs> well, it didn't change anything. They won, they won Serie A, but they still haven't won Champions League. They didn't win Coppa Italia. Lazio but, did it, didn't they? Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> there's an argument they got worse. So so Real, so. (laughs) La Liga, they only have one game left this weekend, uh, and uh, Barca's going to take that, obviously. That's that's done. Atletico will be in second, and Real Madrid will be in third, no matter what happens this weekend. Yeah. That's that's a done deal. Speaking of Atletico, did you guys see Antoine Griezmann leaving? Is he going to Barcelona? I there's not for sure like what club he's going to, but he announced earlier this week that he's he's leaving. Frontrunners would have to be Barcelona or... He's French, so go PSG. Oh, PSG. Oh, <laughs> God, PSG would be so so top heavy. Neymar, Mbappe, Griezmann, Draxler, that, Di Maria. Yeah. It's the guy at the gym that doesn't know what leg day is, though. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> well, they, well, they hired the That's a first. <laughs> they hired Gigi Buffon as a goalkeeper. He's forty-one. Yeah. God, just hang up the gloves, Gigi. Yeah, I think he might be done. I think he is, but should be. <laughs> U.S. Women's National Team up. Uh, Couple of friendlies, of course. There's some on the horizon. The United States taking on Mexico and Thailand. Uh, Mexico on the 26th, and then on Thailand when we start the World Cup uh, on the 11th of June. Yeah, so big warm-ups. Uh, uh, they won three yep. nothing just uh, last week, um, and actually a really cool. That was out in Santa Clara. So beat South Africa. Uh, yeah, play again. We beat South Africa three uh, nothing. Animal, you know, two and a half years ago, not quite three years ago, when we started this show, remember our very first guest was Joe Rosenberg. Yes, yes. And, who th- she she did one show and then moved. <laughs> I don't know if that was us or what. She moved to Northern California. She was at the game. Her daughter was one of the girls holding hands with the players as they walked That's out. Pretty of the, cool. she, yeah, she was with Rose Lavelle. Hold, you know, hold Dude, that's are, awesome. That's yeah. so cool, man. It was just awesome to see that. So vicariously, we have held hands <laughs> with the U.N.'s national team. Yes, we have. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe not. All right. Anyway, um, oh, I, I, we'll come. Yeah. one thing I want to question about this is it's supposed to be like a send-off series. You're warming up for the biggest tournament there is, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they're playing in a baseball field. Nah. You know, the Bush Stadium, you know, really cool venue. It's Bush Stadium. It's middle of, of the, the U.S., the heartland. Uh that doesn't help them. No. Right? No, not at all. It's a, that, is that a mistake by U.S. soccer or whoever is doing this? I think we know with the lawsuit that's going on against U.S. soccer, there's some <laughs> mistakes being made on the women's side of the ball. Literally. So, so I've graduated from law school, but like I said, I'm oh. not a lawyer. But lawyer. if I was the USSF lawyers, I would probably tell them, don't play at a baseball stadium. Yeah. Don't play them on turf. 
these things will help you in the long run. Yeah. Do, do you can do that after the World Cup. Yeah. Do it after the World Cup, and you know, you know, let St. Louis have a game. There's do it on a baseball field. I don't care. Plenty, do it on a trip. I don't care. Plenty of stadiums in the Midwest, even if you want to have it in the Midwest. There's plenty of places in the Midwest that you know aren't NFL stadiums because you're probably not going to sell out seventy thousand, eighty thousand. But there's plenty of smaller stadiums like a Kansas City or somewhere like that where you Hell, can like, come play at the sell hip. it out. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be really cool. My, my whole thing was just don't do it right before the World Cup. Right. You need to practice on a field that's yep. wide enough. Yeah. Everything. I don't care if you do it when you come back. And with the but, turf, that risks injury. Yeah. You don't want to have you don't want to have your star players and, go out with injury and, right before yeah. the World Cup. Bush isn't turf, but like you know, I think I think we can all agree that there's plenty of places that the women shouldn't have to play at home. They shouldn't have to play on turf. <laughs> yeah. Anymore. There's plenty. Now, kind of going into the World Cup, what are their, what are their t- they're, they're favored. Yeah. But do you, I, I was talking to some guys earlier this week at Foot Golf League. No one thinks they're going to make the finals. What? So Against it, Thailand, Chile, and no, Sweden. That's they, the first round. Yeah, they yeah. think they're going to, everybody, everybody thinks they're going to advance okay, out. Okay, so that, no that, problem. They should. There. Yeah. If they don't if make they it out don't, of the group, that would be whoa, the worst yeah. bottle job in history. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> but I think it, what it comes down to, though, is if I remember right, they would meet France like in, in the these quarters. quarters or the semis, one or the other. France is one of the other three best teams and four best teams in the world. France is hosting it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we they beat us last time we played them. They beat us last time. I mean, there's one team like in two years to beat us, by yeah, the way. There's a lot of things that line up that make it very difficult, but um, I'm not expecting us to be there. I, I think we will, but I'm not going to like, you know, run down to Iowa on the 4th of July and place a bet <laughs> on the U.S. women. Interesting. You do want to buy a jersey? You want to buy a jersey? Women's World Cup. Yeah. Let's just say you want to go shopping. Jerseys are back in stock. You may have gotten an email if you're part of, you know, the U.S. soccer email bunch. Mm-hmm. USSF and Nike seeking your dollars. Of course, the World Cup less than a month away. Based on the way the jerseys rolled out, they're not doing as well as they could. Some key issues with the cup jersey that seems like they either don't care or simply aren't keeping up with the demand. Interesting. Well, they're like, initially I thought it was like, you if you're a man, if you, if you wanted a, if you're a male that wanted a male cut, of the women's jersey because the women's jersey is a little different. It has like the three stars for the three World Cups that they right. run. If you wanted that, you could only get it in either red or white, whichever one. Like you can only get it in white. Couldn't get it in red. Well, they came back out, but now if you order it now, you probably won't get it before the World Cup. So it's you know it's, what? Yeah, it's uh, that's it's like a lot of unpreparedness going <laughs> yeah. on. It was like Nike and USSF kind of thought that no guys would want to buy a women's national team jersey. During a World Cup year. Which, who wouldn't want to rep a team that has three stars? With three stars. Right, yeah. Like, that's more stars than... I've. Uh, that's more stars than we'll have in my life. <laughs> that's for sure. I yeah. feel very good about that statement. Yeah, yeah. I do too, but... <laughs> well, I, I tell you what, though, Animal, uh, off-air, uh, Owen and Billy were talking that... Uh, 2026? What would you guarantee, Owen? I, I put a lock on the U.S. men's national team that come 2026... The U.S. men's national team will make the semifinals of the World Cup. Well, there it is. At the very least. I, I'm hoping, and I will put money on them winning it, but I, that's my guarantee lock Whoa. that they will be in the top four because all of our guys are hitting their prime at that point, 27, that's 28. Only really one World Cup away. Mm-hmm. There's only one before yeah. that. And our goalkeeper, Zach Stefan, he's a bit older than the like, golden generation that we have now. Goalkeepers matter, age yeah. like fine wine. They hit their stride at about 30, yeah. 30. Owen is playing with house money. We need to get past <laughs> June 5th against Jamaica, then Venezuela on the 9th, yes. and then no, Guyana on the 18th. Oh, I'm looking to the future, and I, the future is bright. But and, you know, if you want to yeah. like go back to the Women's World Cup for a second, I do like. I'm kind of the same ilk where I like obviously I'm going to be pulling for the U.S. Women's National right. Team and I'm going to be rooting for them every single game. 
I don't see them as the favorites right now to win. It's either, like for me, it's either I would say probably France, England. I think could actually make a decent run. The Lionesses put together a good team, but I don't think like a lot of people are saying like, oh, the U.S. Women's National Team has regressed over the years. I don't think it's a regression of them. I think it's a progression of the sport yeah. around the world for the women's. Yes, yeah, so other teams have gotten better. Like, yeah, other, other teams, teams have gotten better. Yeah. They've mm-hmm. risen to the yes, same yeah, level as the women's national team. It's hard to repeat. No, I'm ex- I, This is going to be such a fun summer. Bill, big plans for the weekend? Mm, no. Uh, come back to me. I might think of something. Yeah. <laughs> as your lawyer, I cannot tell you. <laughs> never divulge your plans. <laughs> Owen, what do you got? Thanks for coming on the show, by the way. Oh, it's a pleasure. Uh, FA Cup, I'm going to be watching that this weekend. Um, Working, you know, just trying to, like I said, get money back in my bank account after a long, long year of college. And then watching Bundesliga, just taking in as much soccer as possible. I know. Come on, Dortmund. Kirk, what do you got? Uh, Summer, watch that FA Cup Saturday morning, uh, Sporting KC at night. So, uh, just a lot of soccer, as as always. So, uh, yeah, Owen, thanks for making the trip. Bill, thanks for coming on. Hey, last week's guest, Michael Zayola, just got promoted to the head coach of Waverly Soccer. So Dude, uh, that's right. good for him. And yeah. um, He'll never be on the show again. <laughs> <laughs> but it only so, took him three years to get here, right? Yeah, yeah. He's been listening to cool. the show all the time. So Shout out to Mikey. Awesome. So Everybody I'm getting, have so a- getting promoted, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. Yes. Eventually. He is getting promoted. It is the Real Football Show on ESPN FM 101.5, 1480 AM, and of course on demand at ESPNLincoln.com. Have a great weekend.